Hello, friends, and welcome to the Holistic Healing Podcast, where females are beautifully and wonderfully created. I'm your host, Dominique. I'm here to help show you how beautifully and wonderfully created you are, to help you heal your hormones, and to help you discover your true potential, both physically and emotionally. As a mom of two, a military wife, a first responder wife, going through my my master of science myself, in school myself, and all the things, I know how stressful life can be and just how confusing the health world can sometimes be as well. So I'm here on this podcast hoping that I can shed just a bit more clarity on your body and how you can heal your health too. Today. I am going to actually be talking more for the middle-aged women community about menopause and weight gain. So today, lately I've been talking a lot about periods and fertility awareness and um, things like that, but today I am going to focus specifically again, on menopause. I've had a lot of women come to me asking questions about hot flashes and weight gain and hormone levels and all the things during menopause and what's causing it and if I have any tips or advice on for them. So if you are one of those ladies or if you can raise your hand to, you know, experiencing any of those things, then this episode is for you. Go ahead and grab your tea or your water or your decaf coffee or whatever it is that you're drinking. Put your headphones on, go for a walk around the block, and let's listen up to this. This is an episode you're not going to want to miss. Today, I'm going to be talking specifically on menopause and weight gain. There are usually two questions that I get the most often when from women who are either perimenopause or going through menopause, and or even women who are postmenopause, so anywhere within that range. Usually, question number one is weight gain. They are looking for ways to, you know, get rid of that weight. They've tried all the diets. They've tried all the tips. They've tried all the things and they just cannot seem to figure out how to get rid of the weight and it just keeps gaining. The second one um, question that I typically get is hot flashes. Do you have any advice for helping me to get past these hot flashes? So my answer to both of those are yes. Yes, I have tips for you. Yes, I have advice. However, I will say and caveat this episode that I am not a doctor. I have my master of science in nutritionist, in nutrition. I am a woman's hormone um, and health specialist, certified women's specialist, as well as a personal trainer, as well as a holistic coach. But I am not a doctor. So if you are having any specific medical condition or need any medical prescriptions, always seek the advice of a medical doctor or your your provider. All right, without any further ado, let's get right into it. So first of all, let's talk about this. Many times the scale keeps going up or is stuck 
when you're in that perimenopause? Do you feel that? Do you feel that when you're in perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause, that the scale either keeps going up or just stays stuck and doesn't move? It doesn't go down the way you want it to. And while many of us women, you know, want to lose weight because of aesthetic reasons or feeling confident in our bodies or looking beautiful or, or feeling like, you know, you might want your partner to look at you some kind of way, while that is all nice and while I understand exactly where you're coming from in regards to that, weight gain is so much more than that. Healthy weight is not just for aesthetic purposes, healthy weight is a medical necessity. So before I give you some tips on how to help to maintain your weight or lose weight while you're postmenopause, let me first just go into the science behind why you might be retaining weight or holding on to weight that weight. Because once you know the why behind a reason, that's when you can then find the solutions to counteract the why for the reasons. All right. So first there have been multiple studies done that on average females gain five pounds that first year of menopause, five pounds on average without even trying. And after that, once they are after the age of 50, they typically on average gain one to five pounds per year after age 50. Multiple studies have shown that this is the case. This is unfortunate to think about because let's say that you live until you're 80 and you only gain one pound a year. That's 30 pounds heavier than you were. Or maybe you're gaining five pounds every year until you're 80 and you're over a over hundred pounds heavier than you should be. So this is a staggering statistic to think about. And many women get um, very, you know, disappointed, depressed, overwhelmed when they hear this and they think menopause means weight gain. But ladies, there are ways to counteract this. Menopause does not necessarily mean weight gain. It is in your control, okay? It is in your control with that weight gain to keep that weight gain within a healthy range. Another study that was done actually in 2021, and this study followed over hundreds of women over the course of 12 years. So it was a pretty lengthy study that finished up last year in 2021, and it followed people's estrogen levels. It followed these women's estrogen levels. It followed their weight levels. And it was found that women going through perimenopause, when these women went through perimenopause, they had a 24% increase in fat around their midsections. 24% increase around their midsections. This tends to be actually where men gain most of their weight in their midsections. So the question is, why do females suddenly, postmenopause, gain weight in their midsections. The reason is because our estrogen, our estrogen is low. So when our less estrogen lowers, your fat is going to accumulate more around your midsection, your hips, and your thighs in that whole area. This is because it mimics men because men don't have as high estrogen levels as females. Therefore, you might see a lot of men we call 
with the quote unquote beer belly because their estrogen levels are not as high as females who are fertile, which is why a lot of women after they've gone through perimetopause, I hate to say it, but your estrogen levels look and mirror more of what a male's estrogen levels look like, which is why you'll see a lot of that weight gain in your midsection. However, low estrogen equals weight distribution. So low estrogen is the reason why you might have weight distribution in certain areas, but it does not explain weight gain. It does not explain the weight gain. Believe it or not, you don't just gain weight because of estrogen. Secondly, many women say that it is our metabolisms that slow down once you hit menopause. While there is some truth to this, it is not actually completely true. Again, new studies have shown that your metabolism is the fastest between ages zero to one. So that first year of life, your metabolism is crazy fast. Then it stabilizes up until about your 20s. Once you're in your 20s, it does have a minor decrease, very, very minor, like we're we're talking decimal places percent decrease. You will see that. And then it just stays again, plateaus again, and it doesn't actually drop off again until age 60. And many women go through perimetopause or and menopause in their mid 40s through 50s. So that doesn't quite explain why we have that weight gain. I'm going to explain more why we have that weight gain. The main reason why us females have that weight gain during menopause and perimenopause and postmenopause is because of leptin and ghrelin. Leptin is the hormone that tells you when you're full. Ghrelin is the hormone that says, mm, I want food. I want that chocolate sundae. I want the munchies from McDonald's. I want the chocolate. I want the red wine. I want, you know, the stress relief ice cream at night. I want all of that. Leptin is the hormone, like I just said, that says, um, you know what? I'm kind of full. I can pass on that extra cookie. I really don't need it. And you know what? Turkey dinner just sounds unappetizing right now. I'm so full. And the unfortunate thing is that our ghrelin levels go up when we are perimenopause and postmenopause. So our hunger hormones go up. And our leptin levels, that I'm full hormone, goes down. So you have more I'm hungry, I want food hormone in you and less I'm full, I don't want to eat hormone in you. And this is because a number of reasons. This is because one, cortisol, your stress hormone, increases every time you have a hot flash in in perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. Every time you have a hot flash, your cortisol stress level hormone rate rises. And when that cortisol stress hormone rises, it causes your ghrelin hunger hormone to rise also. And every time that ghrelin hunger hormone rises, it in turn causes your blood sugar levels to become imbalanced and rise. And it's a vicious cycle because once that blood sugar rises, so does ghrelin, I want food, so does cortisol, I'm more stressed. So it's just a vicious ripple effect that just keeps going and going and going. 
So the top tip I have for you is manage your cortisol levels, okay? Manage your cortisol levels. There are a couple of things, three things that you can do to help manage your cortisol levels. Number one is get seven hours of sleep, okay? Get seven hours of sleep. You need sleep to stabilize your blood sugar and your cortisol levels. You need sleep for so many other reasons too, anti-aging reasons and rejuvenating reasons and health reasons and counteracting sickness and all those things. But it also helps to stabilize your cortisol stress levels and helps to stabilize your blood sugar levels and helps to stabilize your hunger hormones. The magic Goldilocks number that studies have found is seven hours. Women who are middle-aged need seven hours of sleep each night, okay? So when your husband is like, or your partner is saying to you, oh, hey, honey, let's get it on. And you're looking at the clock and you're like, mm, it's almost midnight. And I have to get up at 6 a, 7 a.m. tomorrow for work. And it's 11 p.m. Honey, you know what? I need my sleep so that tomorrow I'm not a monster and so that I don't gain weight. Yeah, you can go ahead and say that. I have said some really strange things to my husband before I can assure you of that. And you know what? At this point in life, he is used to it. He understands. So go ahead, say it to your husband. Do whatever. Say, you want to get it on next time? We'll get it on a little earlier next time. And then go to sleep. Your sleep is important. I'm not saying that, you know, getting on with your partner isn't, but that's a different story. Number two. So, sorry, my husband's in the background. <laughs> all right. Number two, all right. The second thing that I have for you to stabilize your blood sugar and to reduce cortisol levels is by making sure that you are reducing sugary and alcoholic beverages. Okay. So, excess sugar and alcohol are also going to surge your blood sugar, which is going to surge your ghrelin, which is going to surge you to want to eat more. So just keep those things at a minimum. Number three, get rid of your hot flashes. You're like, yes, please. Hand raised. I don't want any more hot flashes. I'm going to go more into detail in a separate podcast on this one because otherwise this podcast is just going to get way too long. And you know, I like to keep my podcast episode short. So next week, stay tuned. I'm going to be talking about getting rid of hot flashes. Okay. That's next week's episode. It's all going to be about tips to help you get rid of your hot flashes. So tip number here though, is stay tuned get rid of your hot flashes. That's going to help reduce your cortisol levels, which is going to help stabilize your blood sugar levels, which is going to help you, you know, have a better balanced eating plan, which is going to help to reduce that weight gain. Also drink water. Okay. Drink water, drink water, drink water, drink water. Have you ever seen those superstars on all the different movies and, you know, Hollywood and New York City and all the things and they look so young? Yes, it's partially because, you know, they have a million and one products and they take, you know, all of these different supplements and they also, you know, go ahead and maybe have these plastic surgeries and Botox and things done, but they also drink a lot of water behind the scenes. They have personal trainers, they have health doctors, they have nutritionists, and they are all telling them to drink lots of water. So right now, the next purchase you're going to make on Amazon or Walmart or Target or wherever it is that you shop, purchase yourself a 32-ounce water bottle and fill that water bottle up at least 
twice a day. Okay. At least twice a day. I go through actually three. The goal is to get closer to a hundred ounces of water. But if you can get anywhere close to 70 ounces of water, you're doing okay. And you can add little electrolytes, make sure the electrolytes aren't um, full of sugar and things like that to help you drink more water, but drink water, ladies, drink water, drink water, drink water. Also speaking of drinking, when you are drinking, try to stick to clear alcohols. So if you are out and about going for your cocktail hour or going out with your girls or whatever it is that you're doing, choose the clear alcohol. Okay. So the hard, dark, um, alcohols are more calorie rich, more calorie dense, and more likely to, um, cause greater imbalances in blood sugar levels and greater imbalances in those hunger hormones. So things like martinis and, um, you know, um, vodka on the rocks and gin and tonics and things like those are the better choices. Also, um, cinnamon, cinnamon is great. So adding cinnamon to your oatmeal, adding cinnamon to, you know, your pancakes with a little bit of honey or maple syrup on top, adding cinnamon into your baked goods, adding a little cinnamon into your smoothies or whatever it is that you eat for breakfast, getting cinnamon, granola, things like that. Cinnamon is actually going to help to stabilize that blood sugar and help you to um, digest your carbohydrates slower rather than quicker, um, which is going to help you maintain your weight better and better help to maintain your hunger hormones. And finally, many women say, okay, I went on this super restrictive diet. I tried all the things. I did keto. I did paleo. I did all the things. I only ate, you know, 1200 calories a day. Oof. (laughs) And they're just dying because they still don't see the scale budging. So finally, not a low-calorie diet. Do not focus on a low-calorie restrictive diet. Focus more on a low-carbohydrate diet, high-protein diet. So let me say that again. Focus on a low-carbohydrate diet and a high-protein diet. Notice how I didn't say no-carb diet. I said low-carb, L-O-W, carb. So you should still be eating carbohydrates. You should still be eating fruit. You should still be eating whole grains and things like that. But just don't make it the majority of your meals. Make the protein and the veggies the majority of your meals, okay? And there are so many ways you can do this, so many awesome recipes I have. You can reach out to me. I give a lot of my women these amazing protein-rich and veggie-rich recipes. Uh, I've had women who say they hated eating um, mushrooms and broccoli. And then I gave them this delicious casserole recipe and they were blown away by it. So just go out, experiment a little, find new recipes, reach out to me. Um, I can give you one-to-one nutrition coaching, nutrition help, things like that. Um, That's what I do. So reach out to that. So low carb, high protein diet. All right. Those are my tips to you. Just keep in mind that again, yes, while our Weight is affected by that low estrogen drop when we go through perimenopause and menopause and postmenopause. Um, just keep in mind that it is not the reason why we actually gain weight. The reason why we gain weight is because our blood sugar levels and our hunger hormones are actually drastically affected during perimenopause and menopause and postmenopause. Um, and keep in mind 
that those play a massive role on gaining and losing and retaining weight. Yes, estrogen dominance um, is a role too. So I highly recommend going, I have a whole episode on estrogen dominance. I highly recommend implementing all those tips as well for women who are going through menopause or post-menopause. It's called How to Detox Estrogen Naturally. It's an episode that is chock full of tips that is really going to help you in menopause. So definitely listen to that. And also stay tuned for my episode next week on how to better prevent hot flashes. I hope you got something out of this. If you did leave me a comment, send me a DM on Instagram, reach out to me. If you would like more help, I am open to -to one-to-one coaching. I still have a couple of spots that I am willing to leave open for you ladies. Just reach out to me via email in the show notes or DM me again at women's holistic living on Instagram. And I hope you all have a lovely, lovely time. Reach out to me with any questions, share this episode with anyone who you might think will find this interesting. Have a great day, ladies.